Hello and welcome into the What's Up Peoria podcast. I am your host, Nathaniel Washburn, coming to you from downtown Peoria in our main library here in Amplify Studio. And I am back with another episode on this wonderful Cinco de Mayo. Uh, it is Cinco de Mayo. I'm excited. There's a lot going on. And I am here to uh, give you all the information about upcoming events. And this episode actually is going to kick off our month of historic preservation uh, discussions. And we have a lot to talk about with that because May is Historic Preservation Month. So to help us kick things off for Historic Preservation Month, I have the wonderfully talented and unbelievable Director of Arts, Culture, and Library Services, Mary Lou Stevens, back with me, and she is like my co-host when she's here, as she makes it fun. So, Mary Lou, thank you for being here. How are you doing? I'm excellent. How are you, Nathaniel? I'm good. It's Cinco de Mayo. It's fun, right? This is, is a great fun. day, and and uh, we have a lot going on in uh, in Peoria this weekend, uh, and there's a kind of a, a, a weird thing going on with uh, movies in the park because we actually have two movies in the park going on. So the first movie movie in the park, so to speak, is at Peoria Sports Complex. This is happening Saturday, uh, which is tomorrow, and it starts, uh, the movie goes from 6, the event goes from 6 to 9.30, again at the Peoria Sports Complex, and the movie being shown is Encanto. Which, One of my favorites. Yeah, mine too, love, love Encanto. Uh, so much fun, and this is uh, all about the family movie night, so come on out to, um, to Peoria Sports Complex. The gates open at 6, the movie will begin at 7.30, there'll be food there'll be activities um you kids enjoying all the fun things there's a playground over there i think they're gonna have the splash pad going i'm pretty sure they will they should right they should make makes sense um the weather's gonna be perfect totally yeah, yeah. the weather's gonna be great so there is gonna be uh tons uh, going on at the peoria sports complex uh and enjoying that movie in the park the weather as mary lou said is gonna be great so that is happening ironically enough there's another movie in the park happening uh right down here in downtown Peoria at Centennial Plaza and there's going to be the movie Coco another favorite another great movie love being that shown. movie so Coco is the movie being shown at Centennial Plaza Park uh, in Old Town Peoria and that is happening um, also tomorrow evening starting at five and there is a ton with that event as well you're going to have food trucks out there kids activities glow fun um, character visits they uh, the event is being uh, called a Cinco de Mayo post party or after party and a Mother's Day pre-party. So you can get your party on <laughs> with ever, whatever you want. If you're like, oh, I missed out on Cinco de Mayo, I'm going to head over to Centennial Plaza tomorrow, watch or, a movie. Or treat your mom. Or bring your mom, right? right? So, Or your wife or whoever is the mother in your life that you want to celebrate. Hopefully there's your wife or your mom or whoever it is that you want. Or you know what? Your, your sister who might be a mom. Bring her out, you know? Well, and the nice thing is that this particular event, I will throw in, is supported through our event grant process here in the city of awesome. Peoria. And I'm putting a plug in for that because the <laughs> deadline to apply for arts grants is May 7th. So, so it's just a couple days away. Got to get on it today then. Yeah, Make so sure you get on you, that today. If you have a, a great idea for an arts program here in the city of Peoria, I encourage you to apply. And I think that's a, uh, thank you for bringing that up because it's very cool that we get to see in you know real time the fruits of that program coming to life with this type of event yep. and this is a family fun event where you can come down to Centennial Park 
and enjoy an evening again. The weather's going to be great. And I think this is cool because we have something going on kind of in the middle of Peoria with sports complex. And you have something very similar going on down here in the downtown area. Yeah, you're really, really appealing to anyone and everyone in Peoria. If you live in North Peoria, if you live in Vistancia, West Wing, you head on over to the the Peoria Sports Complex. If you live, you know, South Peoria, if you live, you know, past Bell and you down, you come on down here. It's a win-win situation. Absolutely. And if you really want to have fun, go to both, right? <laughs> Leave yeah. halfway through Coco and then go finish in Canto. It, I mean, what, what, Here's the nice thing win-win. too. I will also throw in that both locations have great parking. Yes. No very, yes. issues with parking. Yeah, you so. got the parking garage right over here, yep. right across. And then, of course, the Peoria Sports, Sports Complex. Huge parking. Parking is free. Uh, the movies are free. I mean, there's there's something for everybody. So make sure you, you get out and enjoy these because I think what Mary Lou said is a, is a great point. This is something, that, especially the one in at Centennial Park, that is an arts grant that is coming to life right before our very eyes. And we know that is uh, money that's being put back into the community. And exactly. I love that. And mm-hmm. We're celebrating our community. We have wonderful communities uh, in in both all areas of Peoria, and we're being able to celebrate that. So very, very cool. So again, just a reminder, Peoria Sports Complex tomorrow. You got Encanto and in Centennial Plaza, we have Coco. So two great movies, two great movies to celebrate uh, Cinco de Mayo and the whole weekend that's going to be happening. So this is a busy, crazy weekend, too, because the Kentucky Derby is also going off this weekend, too. I know. I love the Kentucky Derby. So you got Cinco de Mayo today. Mm -hmm. You got the Kentucky Derby tomorrow. The Suns are playing tonight. I mean, this is a really great weekend. This is a great time to be alive. It's a great time to be out and enjoying life, right? Yes. And no better way to do that. Just add pizza to whatever you're doing (laughs) and it's a perfect day. Pizza is definitely the way to go. Pizza is life. I, and I, I think that this these things are so much fun. So I'm really excited about these events and uh, and a lot going on. So don't miss out on these things that are happening. So shifting gears, let's talk a little bit about historic preservation. As I mentioned, May is Historic Preservation Month. And so I want to ask you, as the Director of, of Arts, Culture, and Library Services and the uh, Historic Preservation Commission falls under your purview. So what does historic preservation mean to you and why is it important for our city to have this commission and what do we want to do moving forward with that? Such a great question. Multi-layered question. Um, First of all, I think for me personally, historic preservation is more than just uh, saving buildings. That's certainly a, a component of it. I think historic preservation talks about who you are as a community, where you came from, and where you're headed. And we have some really rich culture here in the community, and we're changing. We're growing. Uh, we're bringing new people to this community. So understanding how we started as this farming community and how we evolved and knowing about, you know, when our first library was established right. by the Women's Club. And, <laughs> you know, I mean, these are cool stories. They and are. We have many families, which you will be hearing soon on the podcast. We have many families that were part of what I'll call the founding families of Peoria Mm -hmm. that still live here today. And so I think that for me, I'm a storyteller. I I love good stories, whether it's in a musical or in a book or in a comic, (laughs) whatever it is, if it's improv, I love good stories. And I think that 
um, historic preservation really talks about how we tell our stories to our future generations and how we preserve those stories. That's a great way to put it. And to kick the uh, Historic Preservation Month off, we we are doing this episode that's kind of the kickoff for the month. However, a few weeks ago, I had Mike Fusco on, who is the chairman of the Historic Preservation Commission. And he came in and told wonderful stories. And I think that relates exactly to what you're saying. Mike's stories about, you know, being the first firefighter that was hired, um, talking about, you know, the first engine that they had, talking about the first fire station, those are part of the historic preservation. And so I think you bring up a great point when you say it's not just buildings. We do want to make sure we are, are looking at everything. And that's part of the mm-hmm. scope of, of the commission. But also, how do we tell the story and what, how do we pass those stories along? And how do we celebrate? Great. Yeah. Great point. And and I think when you talk about Mike Fusco, I mean, you cannot sit with this guy and not get a fantastic story about something. He's amazing. His stories are great. Yeah. So I enjoy him so much. And there's so many others that I've met in our community. And yeah, I think that the next phase of storytelling is how do we celebrate those Mm -hmm. stories and how do we honor um, who we are as a community? And I think it's really important for our youth too, because they have to have a sense of connection. And that's where we as adults and parents and educators can connect our youth to their community because one of the things we've talked about a lot is, you know, making Peoria this great place to live, work and play. Well, you don't want the environment of, gosh, I can't wait till I graduate college and get the heck out of Peoria. Right, yeah. We want them to have that sense of pride of why Peoria is so special and unique and such a great place to grow up and live, work, and play. So I think that the historic preservation piece kind of connects all of us together in a community, regardless of where you live, regardless of where you moved from, mm-hmm. regardless of if you're a native or you came from somewhere else, I think that's the connective tissue between all of us. That is so well said and I, I couldn't agree more because I do think the way you have pride in your city is by celebrating the history of it you know not losing those elements that make that city great and there are tons of elements that made and make Peoria great and that farming community that that started Peoria out that is something we should be talking about and celebrating and telling those stories and then past that how do we continue that moving forward um, uh, a while back I had May Lee on who was who now works in neighborhood and human services and if you haven't listened to that episode go back and listen to it because this is a, a, a young lady who started out on the youth advisory committee uh, here in Peoria was part of the council panel and and then went off to college and came back and now works here. That is a true story of how you build moving forward. Like you said, people saying, oh, I don't want to go off to college and leave. I want to, if I go off to college, great, but I want to come back and mm-hmm. build a life here. And that is how we do it by celebrating that history. So that's so well said. Yeah. And uh, I think Mike did a really good job of kind of walking through the audience, walking the audience through, how, you know, the stories that we have and telling the story about how he did his first budget in his yeah. living room. It was great. I was dying. I'm like, that is that a great story, story about a, a city that was very small at the time 
that has grown into this wonderful, big, bigger city and still growing. And we need to celebrate that. And we, but we also need to, to, to hold on to that, uh, to celebrate those folks who came before us, who are the, the true pioneers who made Peoria what it is. And there's a lot of them. Oh, and yeah. Mike's just one of many who was able to, to come in. And, I, and we are going to have some guests in the future. I don't want to give anything away, but we are going to have guests here in the next few weeks that are also going to be able to tell that story. So very well said. So with May being Historic Preservation Month, that obviously is important because we're celebrating it, right? There's a whole month designated that, hey, this is historic preservation. What does that say to you about the importance of, you know, when we look at a national level, the importance of historic preservation? So I think nationally, historic preservation has um, ticked up higher in terms of the importance uh, for municipalities. Um, And I think you know, in general, the United States is kind of a young country. Yeah, it right? is. So when I when you travel abroad, if you go to Italy, which you and I have both have been yep. to Italy, and that was one of my favorite trips, and you see these old cities right. and what has been preserved, it puts it in a different perspective. And so I think that the United States in general is just starting to figure out that, oh, these are important stories from our past. This tells what we, how we became who we are. And I think you'll start seeing more cities putting more emphasis on why historic preservation is important. Um, and I also think that when you travel to a city that does it well, right. you know it. I Immediately. Just, I just got back from a trip in, to San Antonio. And I mean, I know we all know the Alamo, right? But there was, there was so much more about what they do in terms of their historic preservation there. It was recently in Denver. Um, also the same thing, Phoenix, the Phoenix metropolitan area is really placing an emphasis on historic preservation. So I think that Peoria is has a really unique kind of niche here because we're that small town that still has that small town feel, right. even though we are truly a mid-sized city. We're, yeah, absolutely. And so I think keeping that um, feeling of this wonderful small town community, welcoming community, a place where visitors are welcomed and at the same time know something special about Peoria, which is different from our other West Side cities, which is different from Phoenix. And so I think that differentiating factor um, continues to be important to many cities across the country. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think it also tells me that there's, there's, a, there's a blueprint on how to do this, right? And that you can look at, you know, cities in the east part of the United States who have significantly more historic Mm -hmm. sites than than Arizona does. Um, And how do we learn from that? And that's why I think the emphasis on Historic Preservation Month is so important because it gives us a chance to have this dialogue to say, hey, how do we, it's not just the buildings. How do we, how do we celebrate the stories? Well, and we're looking for creative ways to do that. Absolutely. And that's one of the things we've done recently with our Historic Preservation Commission. We had, you know, two session brainstorm where we talked about, you know, what are the things that we can do through celebrations, through, um, monuments or plaques through QR codes, through um, different types of events. You know, there's a lot of different ways that we can communicate the stories, celebrate, and also honor who we've become. 
because of our history. And when you talk about history, I mean, we can also go all the way back to the Native American history. Yeah, absolutely. And when you talk about farming, um, the farming actually started long before Peoria was <laughs> That's settled. That's right, yeah. Right? So that started, you know, with our Palo Verde ruins and with the Native Americans that were in here and figured out the irrigation system and mm-hmm. figured out how to farm this crazy desert land that we're <laughs> in with no water. And so I think that those things are, it's interesting to see how we've continued a lot of that history throughout Peoria. And for at one point, you know, I, I don't know if our listeners know this, but his Peoria was known as the Rose Capital. Of, that is correct, yes. Of like, I'm not sure if it's the world or the country. We It was one of them, right? It was, it was one a big of, rose It was one place. of the places where <laughs> roses were a big deal. Right. And, you know, you look into that history, you're like, what? I mean, I didn't know that until recently. So these are some of the cool things that you learn and you understand that everything evolves, everything changes. So we're not necessarily producing those roses today, but what are, what is our future looking like? You know, what is the growth in Northwest Peoria looking like? What are we going to start attracting? It's a lot of, I'm very fascinated by how cities grow and evolve and attract um, residents and attract businesses and attract the kind of lifestyle and quality of life that people grow to love. And these are the things that we as Peoria um, employees, we as Peoria residents can be excited about and kind of take pride in and brag about a little bit. I totally agree. And I I think, and you brought up the the Native American site Mm -hmm. that's up in the Terramar area. And part as part of the, and kudos to the Historic Preservation Commission and you for uh, making that an emphasis. And one of the things in our commission meetings, and these are public meetings, so anybody can come and we encourage you to do so. Um, And you can check the the, the calendar. I think the next one is May 17th, if I'm correct. That's a Wednesday, May 17th. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that the um, Historic Preservation Commission did with their their workflow this year is they made it a, a point of emphasis to discuss and look at the Native American site. And they, they took that ruin and they looked at it from a different perspective and ASU helped us out and did a study. And the thing I found fascinating about it is that they did um, a survey of uh, people who live in that area and they were out at the arts uh, festival at the beginning of March and talked to a lot of people out there. And um, not a lot of people knew about it. And that that's was, right. it's one of the things that's come to light with what the uh, Historic Preservation Commission has done is put an emphasis on, hey, we want to find out what do people know? What can we do in this site to improve it, to expand it? And I give um, them so much credit for that. And I, I did talk a little bit with Mike about that. And I just think it's great that the commission is is saying, yeah, this is another important component that may not have exactly everything to do with Peoria's history from a, developing a city but but the land but the land the land that we and live it goes on. back uh-huh. you know a thousand years yeah. and we have to celebrate that and preserve it so i think that was a really cool thing that the, the commission did in saying hey we're gonna we're gonna focus on that yep. asu is going to help us do this this survey and they presented at uh, they the last a, meeting an incredible and job. they did it was three students they yeah. did an incredible job they they looked at the land what uh peoria can do moving forward how many people knew about it how many oh, people which we, was, we recognize that yeah. there's an awareness opportunity exactly and i was also very encouraged to see that there were quite a few people that live in that area that are aware yep. and love having it in their community and that was the other component of the uh discussion that came up with asu was yeah we know about this and we enjoy having this here and, and it's important to and, us and now what yeah, now what right, can we yeah. do about it and so how do we we talked a lot about 
communication yes, um, and access to information. And in this digital world where we're all so connected to anything, like I can look up anything on my phone in two seconds. Like, I don't know what I did before I had this phone with me. <laughs> None of us do. Right. But, but even with as much information as we have at our fingertips, it seems like we have a hard time actually knowing what's going on in our own communities. And so it's our biggest challenge as city employees to be like, okay, how do we reach all the people that we're trying to reach? What avenues, what mediums are they listening to, reading to? So we hope you're listening to this podcast yes. and getting important information. Um, but yeah, we're trying a number of different ways to connect with people and give them opportunity to get more information. And so it's really about accessibility. It's about inclusion um, and it's about communication. So we're, we're working hard on those areas. We are. And, and, and you've done a really good job of uh, guiding the, the commission and in, in, in taking what they want to do and making it a reality. And through your leadership, I really think that's one of the things that we're starting to see with, um, you know, the, the, the ASU study and having this podcast series that we're doing really important things that are going to shine a light on the yes. elements that we that we think are important and that really more than anything that the HPC and the citizens who serve on that because they are they are normal everyday citizens who give up their own time. They do donate their time, yes, and their intelligence and their um, their expertise. And the other thing that we saw, which I think is really important, is that they are very interested in collaborating with some of our other boards and right. commissions. We have nineteen of them <laughs> with the city. Uh, the ones that we're most uh, connected with are the Arts Commission, the Historic Preservation Commission, the Veterans Memorial Board and the Parks and Rec Board. So these are all, um, you know, seven member boards that come together to advise mayor and council on the important um, items in those areas. And I think the idea that these boards may collaborate with each other it's very cool. Kind of brilliant. And, and I, I agree with you. They give up their own time to yep. do this. And, yeah, they're and, not paid. They no, don't get paid for this. <laughs> and they volunteer time. They have to go through an interview process. So I'm I'm always so thankful for, for any board or commission member that comes in and wants to be a part of it. And and the HPC group is phenomenal. They're, oh. they're great people. They have passionate. such great ideas. And that's what I love about it. They're passionate. Yep. And so, again, I encourage you to come out to a meeting and find out more May about... May 17th. The, find out more about HPC and, and what's happening there. Um, that kind of takes me to my final question for you, which is, you know, when we look at, you know, HPC moving forward, what's the vision? How do you see that the HPC playing a role in really this, this preservation of what we're trying to accomplish here? Well, I think it's evolving, number one. I think that um, we know that there is a uh, emphasis on revitalizing our downtown, and I'm all for that because we have a beautiful performing arts center there. Mm-hmm. Um, We have some longtime businesses that have been very successful there, even through the downturn, even through COVID shutdown. And so we want to support them and bring more of that type of energy. Um, So I think, number one, they're going to be very instrumental. Their voices on the redevelopment in uh, our downtown area is going to be very important. Um, And I also think that they're going to be important in determining all of Peoria's future because we still have quite a bit of land yes. in our northwest part of Peoria that hasn't been developed yet. And what is that going to look like? And how do we as a community uh, really realize what is the most, what are our most important values? Well, I think you do that through the plan, the careful planning and the strategy of involving 
your citizens in what happens next. So that's where I see them being very important. Uh, and, and, I, and our mayor and council is phenomenal yeah. in terms of listening to the community and what their wants and needs are. So, and, and I agree with you. I do think their voice is, is really important. And they and I use it before, they're passionate. Yeah. And if you come to the meetings, yeah. you, you, you you'll will see know, it. you'll <laughs> see the passion and what they want to do moving forward. And, and I agree with you. I think they are an important piece of that voice um, to say, hey, you know, we, this is where we think things should go and in Peoria it's young yeah. as cities go it's a young the book is really unwritten yeah and I think that gives us an extraordinary extraordinary opportunity to really start here do things right make sure that that we are moving forward with preservation in mind yep because it is important and I know the group that sits on that commission uh, believes that Mike was in here he believes it um, and I'm excited to continue to work with this group so wonderful stuff I really appreciate you coming in and helping helping us kick this off uh, I'm excited about the month of May being historic preservation we've been able to um really talk about what the importance of that is here so i really appreciate that and uh, i i want to uh, just take a second because it, it's been about six months we've been doing this podcast and you helped me kick things off way back in september and we i just want to say thank you to you um for allowing this to continue and, and being so supportive of it it's been an amazing journey and i'm really enjoying it uh, i'm i'm hoping that the listeners enjoy it and i'm always looking for feedback um and i've never done this before on the show but i'm going to do it now for feedback you can email me at nathaniel.washburn at peoriaaz.gov please email me any feedback you have on the podcast it's the first time i've ever given my not that it's not public you can get it anywhere <laughs> but i want to hear feedback and and i've never done that but i'm really starting to see this role and this podcast is really we're starting to gain a lot of followers and it's really becoming there's a buzz about it and well, so and let me also say yes thank you nathaniel because i wouldn't have pushed so hard for this to happen if we didn't have a host like nathaniel <laughs> that was not only willing to share his lovely talents on air but also there's a lot of work that goes into it behind the scenes you know getting the people on on the podcast, scheduling, um, preparing the questions, doing the research. There's a lot. And so for me, this, it just seemed like we, we got to walk the talk. We have this great Amplify studio. Yeah, it really is great. Right? So why wouldn't we create our own podcast? Why wouldn't we be out there with what's great about Peoria? So it seemed like pretty logical to me. And then I just happen to have Nathaniel, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Voice behind the microphone. And we, um, we're definitely going to be planning a very festive one year anniversary. Yeah, we're going to keep this it's going. Happening. And as long as you guys out there are continuing to listen, which I know you are, and our numbers every single week are going up, and I'm so excited about that because I do think this podcast is important to get information about uh, what is happening and the events that happen. Mm -hmm. And that is really one of the main reasons we wanted to start this, but also kind of pulling back the curtain. And this is a great example of that. It's not very often you get to talk to a director of a department. Um, and because I'm so hard to find? No, because you are busy. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that. <laughs> because you have a lot going on. And so when you could pull a director in and one who is, is uh, uh, so comfortable in front of a microphone as you are, and it's am amazing for the, for the listeners to be able to hear, hey, this is the vision of one of our directors. This is an important thing happening in Peoria. Mm -hmm. 
arts, culture, and library services is a new department, and you've really taken that and you've expanded it, and we're moving forward. And I, I think that's a rare opportunity for people to to hear vision. So of now a it's a challenge that we're going to have to have all the directors. We're going to have to get all them of on. our departments I, I would love, in the podcast room. I would love to so get that's, them on. That's the challenge. It would be great because again, it gives the listeners that that insight yes. as to where we're headed in the vision of these yep. these wonderful folks that work. We have such a talented uh, well, staff and, here. And you were very gracious in having our new city manager, Mr. Henry Darwin, on he, he recently. He was great, too. He was phenomenal. And, and really, you know, he's kind of the the head of the team um, that really takes mayor and council's goals mm-hmm. and we make those things happen. So um, it's an exciting time in Peoria. Yes, um, it's an exciting so. time for us because I believe strongly that a community that focuses on, you know, what you focus on is what comes to fruition. That, yes. That's the key, right? And so always, of course, we're going to be focusing on important things like delivering water to your tap and making <laughs> yes, sure always. the streets are taken care of and making sure public safety is taken care of. All those things are happening. But I will tell you, the differentiator of really great communities are about their arts, culture, and library. These are the things that make the difference, that take us to the level where people say, wow. That's a community that believes strongly in the creativity element. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you the number one thing that employers are looking for right now, well, they want you to show up to work. That's number one. (laughs) Um, But also they're looking for someone who can problem solve, who has have creative solutions and innovation, innovation. And so that's kind of our mantra. So for me, um, it's just an honor and a privilege and a pleasure to get to lead this department because I just left a department meeting for your main library and the amount of creativity <laughs> in that room and excitement and passion. Oh my goodness. It's, it's contagious. It is. And you see it throughout the departments throughout Absolutely. the city. And even on, like we talked about with our, our commission, our, our historic mm-hmm. preservation, you see the passion and the excitement with that group. Yeah, so, so you can't it, go wrong when you you've can't. got, when you've got people like that, that care as much as they do, we can be in a room and we can disagree. We can have opposing viewpoints. We can have lots of different ideas, but at the end of the day, we're all going towards the same goal. Right. And so make Peoria great. Yep. That is what we want. We want Peoria to be a wonderful, and safe and happy place to live. And it is, mm-hmm. and it only is that way because of the people that work for Peoria mm-hmm. and the wonderful citizens who serve on this board. We have a tremendous community here. We do. And I live in Peoria. I say that all the time. My list is probably sick of it, but I live here and I know it. Hey, Nathaniel, do you live in Peoria? I do. And it's <laughs> wonderful. And I, I see it with my neighbors. They take pride in where they live and how they treat each other. And I see that throughout Peoria and it is an well, amazing thing. We are all here to continue the um, important legacy that started with our forefathers, if you will. Um, <laughs> and that's and that's what we're here to do is to keep, really keep the, the greatness of Peoria continuing even through growth, even through all of the changes that, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to be experiencing because change is inevitable. Right. But we can, in fact, navigate that change. So as a matter of fact, we're going to be having a department meeting very soon. We're going to be talking about what culture looks like and what change, how you navigate change. And I say, don't be afraid, be bold. 
Ah, I like it. Yeah. Be bold. Be bold. So that's a great way to, to end this this uh, particular episode. Uh, I want to thank Mary Lou for you know giving up her time coming in again. Uh, we we this is only the the second time we've both been in here with an, another guest, so it's a great <laughs> opportunity to kind of look back at the last six months yeah. and see how it's been rolling. And and I'm so thankful for being able to do this show and um, having the opportunity to do this and share with the listeners all the things happening in Peoria. It's just a tremendous honor for me. Um, and so I want to remind all of you. Uh, uh, to get out this weekend to movie in the parks. I mean, that's amazing. You got two, two Happy awesome. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, ha- two things to choose from. Happy Cinco de Mayo to everybody. Um, be safe out there for sure, but make sure you take advantage of getting out to these two uh, wonderful events that are happening at Centennial Park and the Peoria Sports Complex with Encanto and Coco being shown. Activities, food, fun, family. It's all out there to, to take part in, so I hope that you do that. Uh, Mary Lou, thanks again for coming on can't wait till you thank you nathaniel i can't wait till you're on one more you'll be <laughs> on i'm sure soon uh but again as a reminder may is historic preservation month so we are going to be talking with with people all month long um about the importance of historic preservation and uh where we've been and where we're going and i think mike said that to, to know where you're going you have to celebrate and know where you've been and i think that's a good way to end this one so uh to all of you make sure you're getting out and as always this is what's up peoria